Hello, beautiful people. This is Trisha. Welcome to my podcast, Words of Life, where we discuss faith-based topics to encourage, empower, and uplift you to become the best version of who God called you to be. Now, have fun and listen to the episodes. people welcome back to Trisha's podcast words of life this is Trisha and today in episode 15 one five we're going to uh, talk about God's sovereignty oh my gosh I can't wait to share with you out of the word of God and what you know God like well will lay on my heart to speak to you about um yeah so basically today we're going to look into God's will and his power and his sovereignty to uh you know make sure that whatever he has predestined to happen uh will happen okay and he will make sure that it shall happen whatever he says and you know even the the verse where God it says that whatever he speaks, the word that God sends out will never return empty, return void. Okay, it always will do what it's supposed to do, the purpose of it. You know, whatever God speaks, it will just be. Okay, so and even that is already so powerful. If you think of the creation and God being the creator, okay, and how he actually, you know, created the whole earth, the universe, the planets, the stars, the sun, the moon, and the sky, and everything that is alive and exists. Uh, God created by the power of his word, by the power of his word. Simple that, that simple word. Hallelujah. Oh my gosh. How can you not praise and worship a God like that? And there is no other God but him. There are many false gods out there, but there is no one uh, that is above God himself. God is the only true God. And he, he came and, be, and the word became flesh and he came as the son of God, Jesus Christ. And if you look at Jesus, you see God, you see the father the Son, and even the Holy Spirit. It's a trinity, yet one God. Trinity, triunion, meaning that God manifests in three different ways, but it's yet one God, okay? This is what many people mess up and don't understand, that trinity doesn't mean that there are three gods, but it's one God just manifesting in different ways, okay? Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Isn't that magnificent? But anyway, we're not going to talk about the trinity today. We're going to talk about the power of God, you know, regarding his serenity. And we're going to kick it off with Romans 8, 28. Romans 8, 28. And it says, And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose. Now, first of all, what that tells us is... That if you believe in God and you love God, okay, he will make sure that all things, and when he says all things, he means literally all things will work together for your good. Not even for his good or anyone else's good, but your good, okay? 
So it's going to be for good for you. Because he's talking about you loving him. So obviously he's talking about you and the good in your life. Okay. And obviously, you know, that might even include and influence the things and the people in your life around you. Of course. Why not? If you uh, experience God's goodness, of course, that's going to have an effect, you know, on other things and people in your life. Why? Because if you are happy and if you are content and you experience God's goodness for you, how is that not going to impact you and the rest of the people in your life? You know, but obviously directly it's going to first of all impact you and then it's going to have a ripple effect, hopefully. But it cannot but have a ripple effect because otherwise I would question, <laughs> you know, and, and ask what's wrong with you, <laughs> okay? Like what's not, what's not right? I mean, come on, let's talk about it. But then it carries on and says, for those who are called according to his purpose. Now, here it emphasizes that not only when you love God, he's going to make sure that everything works together for your good. But also, he says, you are called according to his purpose. You are called. You are called. You are called. Meaning you are uh, standing out of the crowd. Okay? You're standing out of the crowd. You are called. Not everybody is called, but you are called. You are chosen, okay? And then he says, according to his purpose. Now, let's see and break down what the word purpose actually means. Purpose, yeah, uh, a similar word would be motive, motivation, grounds, cause, uh, occasion, reason, resolve, intent, mean, da-da-da, all of that, okay? So, and then it says, the reason for which something is done or created or which, of, sorry, or for which something exists. Again, the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. Okay. Now, and then another one says, uh, have as one's intention or objective. Now, okay, so understand that God always has an intention, a motive, and a plan, and a will for every human being, particularly for those that receive him as God, okay? For those that believe in him and that love him, God has a specific calling and purpose for your life. Actually, he does have a calling and uh, a purpose for every human being on the face of the earth. But those that choose to walk with God obviously will, you know, discover that and have a manifestation of it. Okay. Those that do not, well, I guess you're going to miss out on that. So, but, you know, but that also to me, this verse of Romans 8, 28, very popular, very famous uh, verse uh, is actually also indicating for me, or indicating to me predestination. I don't know if you believe in that, but I certainly do. And to me, um, you know, I know that there are, you know, several 
you know, uh, thoughts and theologies and, you know, people think, oh, some believe in predestination, some don't, whatever. But I do believe in predestination. And yet I also believe in a free will. So I am not thinking or saying like a lot of people that believe in the theology um, that includes predestination that say, oh, well, you know, uh, you know, whatever God has said, you know, uh, it's predestined and it will happen in spite of you wanting it or agreeing with it or, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, you have a free will, but no, I, I don't, I do not agree with that. I, I say, I believe that, and, and, and that's, to me also clear in the Bible that, um, you know, predestination doesn't, doesn't exclude your free will and participation and agreement. Okay. I don't believe that God is going to manipulate control or force you to do anything you are not, uh, uh willing to do. Cause guess what? Why did he give you otherwise a free will? And when you are born again and saved, it doesn't mean that God takes away your free will. Heck no, he doesn't, okay? And thank God for that, okay? Because love is never manipulative, controlling or forcing. Love liberates, according to Maya Angelou. Love liberates. It sets you free, okay? So it will never take away the free will. God will never do that. He will never control, push or manipulate or force you. That's what human beings do. But that's not God. That's never the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is gentle and kind and yet strong. Uh, uh, the most powerful energy uh, in the whole creation universe is the power of God. Okay, there is nothing more uh, uh, powerful or stronger than God himself. Okay, you can't, like the force that is with and for us, which is God himself, is stronger than anything or anyone else. Then, then even the, the one that is against us, meaning the devil and, you know, the demonic world and the evil and whatever, uh, that, you know, is nothing compared to God's power, okay? So that is why, you know, predestination, it doesn't mean that it excludes your, uh, yeah, you know, your free will. But anyway, predestination um, and... It says here the meaning uh, in Christian theology, the doctrine that God has ordained all that will happen, especially with regard to the salvation of some and not others. It has been particularly associated with the teachings of St. Augustine uh, of Hippo and of Calvin. Okay. Listen, I do not really um, agree with the part where it says that, you know, some are meant to be saved and some are not. I don't believe that because there is another verse where clearly God says it's his will that everyone shall be saved. Will everybody, uh, uh, will everybody uh, be saved? I think probably not. You know, there is going to be uh, a certain amount of people that are not going to be saved, not because God doesn't want it but because they decide to reject Jesus, okay? They decide to reject God. And that is why they will not be saved and spend eternity in the absence of God, which is hell, okay? So now, but it's not God's will and it's not God sending you to hell, but it's the human being that chooses rather to receive God or to reject him, okay? So, but I don't know why I, I'm, I'm slipping now uh, into <laughs> completely something else. But that, again, uh, the leading of the Holy Spirit, okay? Uh, apparently these things needed to be said. But anyway, 
moving on uh, to God's sovereignty, okay? Now, okay, so let's go to Colossians 1, 16 to 17. Colossians 1, 16 to 17. And it says, for him, for by him, pardon me, for by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things and in him all things hold together. Oh my God. Oh my God. This verse is so powerful. It literally tells you on I mean, it tells you how sovereign God is and, you know, that God existed like forever. No, nothing and no one created him. He just was there, period. Okay. And then he, uh, through him, all things were created and in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible. So if that doesn't speak to you about God's power and serenity, I really don't know what to say. I really don't know what to say. Okay. And then uh, we're going to move on. And it's Job 42.2. Job 42.2. It says, I know that you can do all things and that no purpose of yours can be Uh, I don't know how to pronounce this word. Favorite? Okay, let me pull up another translation because this is a little bit weird. Sorry, guys. And let me check if I can have an alternative verse translation. Yes, NIV is perfect. And it says, I know that you can do all things. Oh, no, no, sorry. This is the same translation. <laughs> I apologize. Um, okay, let's check this one. Okay, let's go to this one. Okay, yes. Okay, I know that you can do all things. Nothing can put a stop to your plans. Again, oh, I love this one. Uh, Job 42.2 says, I know that you can do all things, meaning God, okay? Nothing can put a stop to your plans. So that, again, confirms... That whatever is meant to be and predestined to be, will be. That proves to you and to me and to everybody else that God is sovereign. And whatever he says that, you know, shall happen, it will happen. Period. Okay? Period. There's no discussion about that. It will happen. And that should bring you into the rest and relaxation of God. Why? Because you can trust his serenity and trust that God is trustworthy and faithful, okay? And if he has predestined for you to be, let's say, married, uh, and he has a certain person for you to be married to, and, you know, I, I genuinely believe that you have several options to choose from. I don't believe there's just one option. Uh, I think, the again, there are many good options out, out there, but there are a few excellent choices, okay? So that's my revelation I got from God. That God, you know, I used to believe that there's just one, whatever. And, and then God said to me, no, 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 no. You have several options, okay? 
there are good options and there are excellent options and there are bad options <laughs> okay so obviously i i suggest for you to use uh, to choose uh, pardon me to choose the excellent choice the excellent option okay so there are many good men out there but there are many excellent men as well or maybe just a few excellent men but there are also many bad men okay but um you bad men sorry <laughs> but you have to choose um uh, the excellent option and that requires for you to pray and fast and make the right decision being guided by god and his holy spirit okay so and again whatever is meant to be will be can you make the wrong choice yes you can yeah because if you don't pray and even fast because when it comes to marriage i suggest you pray and you fast okay before you make a major decision you should always pray and fast before particularly when it comes to like a lifelong commitment a life project which is marriage okay uh, please do pray and do fast about it before you make a, ter a, a, a permanent decision okay but yeah so much to god's sovereignty i mean i could go on and on and on and on but obviously i'm not going to do that i hope this has uh, blessed you and keep listening and keep sharing and i talk to you soon thank you thank you for joining and listening to my podcast today words of life where we discuss and talk about faith-based topics every episode is meant to encourage empower and uplift you and to become the best version of who god intended you to be please take your time and listen to my episodes but also visit my blog where i write articles at least once a month on trishabritannia.blogspot.com trishabritannia.blogspot.com Thank you and have a lovely day.